0: What is up,
1: everybody?
0: Welcome back to the Music Corner of Waits. I'm Nate.
1: Tizzy, boy, Torrent,
0: And I'm Edging. Uh, and today, we're back. New tunes for the people like you. Uh, This week's a pretty interesting week, though. As we kind of have a pretty diverse week. We got some experimental stuff over here, a little metal over here, a little poppy stuff over here. Cooking a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know how it is. So let's get into it. Let's just start it off here with uh an artist by the name of um Avida Manji, Manji, uh Spandrel. And uh yeah, I'll have Sebastian start it off with this one.
2: Ooh. Uh, so this album has excellent production. It is really cool. It's like this hyper electronica kind of sound. Uh, There's a lot of cool like little glitchy bits on there. You know, it adds a level of like this like ethereal kind of uh, soundscape. It's cool. I like it a lot. Um, A lot of the glitchy bits I really like too are kind of like off time. Uh, I I mentioned the Nate before we started recording. It reminds me a lot of JPEG Mafia's songs like Nemo, especially songs like awful like LP where you'll have like these random like sound effects are going and they're like off time but like the vocals and then like you know the sub bass would kind of keep the rhythm of everything i thought that was pretty cool big fan of that uh it's also pretty wet um as far as production goes it's uh i I don't think it's like too much where you're like feeling like you're waterboarded with effects but like it's nice I i think it's pretty pretty nice uh evita herself has these almost like vocaloid type effects going into her voice honestly like i was like oh shit is this like a hatsune miku type thing when i first started listening to it but thankfully there's a good amount of humanity in there given heart to each track uh you know her voice really angelic at times you know there is a little bit of like that processing because it's that like hyper electronic sound so it's not like super grounded in realism but i feel like it works especially with her voice Um, some good songs on here, uh, Pitch Black, I really liked, Oil Slash Too Much was really good as well, uh, XYZ Labyrinth, uh, was cool too, and then Black Hole, I really liked as a stunning closer, uh, if anything, I feel like some of the, some of the songs tend to blend with just being a little bit too, like, freeform and not a lot of cohesion, I guess, like, on the thematic kind of side of things. Uh, but yeah, if, I mean, if you're into Electronica, if you're into Hyper stuff, hell, if you're a JPEG Mafia fan and you want to listen to more beats that are similar or just not have, you know, pooh, pooh on the back, um, just listen to this. It's pretty cool. Uh, Definitely one I'm going to come back to quite a bit this year.
1: 8.5 out of 10. Hell yeah. Trent? It, so with this one, it's like this style of like Electro Pop. um never really my thing uh never really been a fan of it but there was still some enjoyment out out of it overall thought it was it was somewhat to me a little bit boring and kind of slow uh but really again there was some enjoyment out of it Uh, i do like that kind of like comparison to jpeg mafia a little bit uh i think that that was really really cool uh after you said it i was like yeah yeah, yeah i can definitely see that I Can definitely fuck with it a little bit more but uh yeah it, i think it was the perfect length though for something like this um the vocals honestly didn't mind them uh for what it was worth but yeah overall gave it a five out of ten it was a an interesting start to the week we'll say
0: Interesting to start to the week, indeed. Yes. Um, yeah, I found out about her through uh, whatever that week was that this album came out. I uh, didn't really think much of it and, um, you know, went into it blind, basically. Uh, and it was a very interesting listen. It was like, uh, as I was describing earlier, it was kind of like gloomy, you know, it had a very gloomy, like monotone kind of vibe, but just fairly like, you know dark you know very tragic if you will you could tell you especially like you know with how she delivers her vocals and just like how like the beats are you know made throughout and everything you know uh there was one song in particular uh i believe it was called if i still have it open here oh wow i didn't know that was on um body prison uh, Body Prison was like the one song that I actually really enjoyed because for some reason that beat and like electronic choice that she used on there gave me like really like early 2000s production vibes like T.I. on a J.T. album somewhat you know but darker you know and like not dancey at all <laughs> but it just like had that like very similar vibe to it and I was like okay I can actually kind of like fuck with that and um, yeah it was just a very interesting album. It was very weird. It was very different. Out of the uh, two weird ones that we had this week, this one was definitely my favorite. Uh, Excuse me. Uh, And yeah, it's just a very interesting listen. I definitely want to hear more from her. Might look into her uh, discography a little bit more if she has more albums. I know she's kind of a fairly new artist here, but she might have like an EP or another album. Uh, But yeah, overall, it's a 7.5 out of 10 for me. Really, uh, really, really good listen. Really interesting listen, to say the least. Uh, But all right, moving along. We got a new album here from what I believe her name is Gloom. Uh, Main character. So this one was uh, two of two here of the uh, weird experimental dance electronic artists here. Really less dance. It's more so just electronic-y here. Uh, This album I thought was going to be a lot... Uh, <laughs> cooler than what it actually was, uh, and that's because of the opening track alone, Child Actor, which just has this like really like dark beginning to it all, where it just like I don't know. I, I was really expecting that sort of thing, like maybe even like a um like a concept album, and maybe it is actually. I didn't really dive deep into uh the whole meaning behind the entire album, but it definitely has some kind of tones of just like. You know, being in the uh, uh, film industry, I guess you could say, and, like, you know, just, like, the, the real, like, dark shit that happens behind the scenes, like, you know, throughout, especially in this case as a child actor, you know, and, like, I don't know, like, the instrumentals on that one, just how, like, dark it sounded as well, it was like, oh, this is gonna be, like... A pretty cool album i think but unfortunately it really does not pick up after that moment for me uh i think there was a couple songs actually i did have a few saved i did like do me a favor Brittany, dangerous blue and flicker flicker um but like even then that's like not even half of the album uh after all that because like It just kind of, like, takes a very generic and bland approach then, and, like, you know, she starts doing different things with her vocals that I really did not care for at all. Like, I would have rather had her have that, like, you know, the lower tone that she had on the child actor song, and uh, even then, like, some of the instrumentals just, like, weren't cutting it for me at all. Like, it didn't sound bad, necessarily, but it really, like, turned me off to the album, which sucks, because, like I said, it had such a powerful start, but... You know, it happens here and there. It's unfortunate, but it's definitely an album I still wanted to, like, bring up at least just to, like, acknowledge that, like, hey, this would have been cool if, you know, and who knows, maybe in the future we will we will get, like, something that I was at least expecting. Something of, a, like, you know, a darker, more consistent approach. I think that was another big problem with the album was I was a bit more inconsistent. Whereas, at least with the last album from Avita, it was, like, you know, it was, yes, repetitive, but, like consistent in that remark so you know happens what are you gonna do it's a music corner seven for me uh but yeah Sebastian take it away yeah
2: gloom had me feeling very similar in uh feeling I guess you could say the Nate here um I am just I I, okay I'll, I'll start with the good parts you know great production I love the dark I love the dreary sound it's really just cohesive in that sense and it's like very thematic which is cool uh and honestly it's close to theater core but it's not like over the top overbearing or I carry any of those kind of issues that <laughs> Yeah that's ena-
0: I didn't even think about that it is very kind of like theater corey a little bit but not like to the point where it like overstays its welcome
2: Yeah like it's it's never it's never too overbearing but what is overbearing is her voice uh I just she can hold a tune. You can tell she has, you know, ability with her voice. Unfortunately, she just falls victim to trend chasing with her inflections. I uh, I hate these Billy Eilish Elmer Fudd vocals. They are fucking grating to me. Pronounce your R's people. Like I like it's really just not that hard to do. Um if you have an accent, that's one thing, obviously, but these don't sound like an accent because other like other songs like if you have like main character she doesn't do it but then you have other ones like uh like Garden of Allah she will use it again and do like this whole like this kind of sound that I hate it it is so <laughs> fucking grating um, Sean Ono, I will say, does come in and help a lot with uh, giving her some type of like foundation to sit on that is good in the vocal category, which is awesome. I just wish that this trend would fucking stop. You don't have to be Billie Eilish to be popular. Obviously, every band copies another band to form their sound, and that's understandable. It's what everyone does. But when you are basically using such a put-on for your voice, it is irritating. It's like the issue with, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Guy's from fucking California, but he's singing like he's down south. What the fuck? Um, Yeah, I don't like this kind of thing at all. Uh, If the album was instrumentals with better inflections and, like, steadier singing, I would give it a good score. But unfortunately, this is going to have to sit with me as a 4 out of 10
0: zoinks what are you
1: gonna do trent i'm officially leaving the music corner (laughs) what Uh, (laughs) i gave it an 8 out of 10 it was my favorite album of the week oh shit um where those inflections and that certain vocal style really kill it for me as well i honestly didn't mind it with this album uh it got me a little bit in that first song that intro track I was like man I fucking hate this But then we got to the song um, Do me a favor The second song That shit slapped Really, really great. That is, great like, song.
0: that is a great song. That is a great song on it. Good vocalist. With, I, I yeah, yeah. he is
2: a good vocalist. It's just the put on part that annoys me. So that's just a me thing. I promise you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Like, you are not wrong for liking this. Like, there are a lot of good things.
0: I, I was gonna say, I like, wow, Trent's like two for two now, back to back weeks with the shocking album reviews. You're
2: this is awesome. a new year for Trent. <laughs> Awesome character growth. <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Tony and 33 you're the character growth. Friend. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was literally thinking that as soon as I was like, I was bopping in the car with it to Maya. And Maya was like, I kind of like this. And like on that first song, I was like, Yeah, I don't like this. And then Do Me a Favor came on and I was like, I we jam him, bro. We jam. We jam. <laughs> um. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, like the, like I said, that like whispery type of like, like you said, like that Billie Eilish style of vocals, I really don't fuck with. I really, and, I, and that's the main reason I don't like Billie Eilish. Um, but f- for some reason, this album really worked. I think with, you know, some of the people that you had on it and the, um, the instrumentation behind it, I think it really, really fit well together. Uh, so, yeah. Really good really good album, really good character growth for me, liking two albums by females, putting them on my top for the highest peaks. So.
0: <laughs> oh you we're all shocked around here. I don't know.
1: A no doja cat yet, but we getting there.
0: <laughs> right. No, that's okay. Awesome. No, yeah. hey, good good shit though for digging it though, honestly. hmm Hell yeah. All right. Well, Moving along, let's get into the heavy side of things with a new album from Distant Heritage. Go ahead, Trent.
1: So, with Distant, uh, this is a band I've seen live. <laughs> We've all oh, we Yeah, all we all saw. did.
0: We saw my like Chaos and Carnage last year. Yeah, yeah.
1: saw so Chaos and Carnage. I'm going to admit, I really prefer them live over their studio stuff. It's kind of like undeath for me. A little mm-hmm. bit. I get that. Where Their studio stuff is just a little bit too noisy. Uh, and the, the mixing I feel could be a little bit better. Like, yeah, I understand the style and the genre, but like, it, it could have been a little bit better. The quote posse cut that we got though, um, I mean, it, it's banging. I don't even know how many people are fucking on that. And I don't, I can't even pick out their fucking vocals to find, like, figure out where's, where is this person? Where is this person? Um, The thing I really digged most about it, though, was the, uh, like, exo type of thing on the album cover, which is, like, fucking, um, it's like the the Batman who laughs, but as, like, a robot, and I fucking love that. As a a big DC guy, uh, using the Batman who laughs is a fucking amazing thing, and especially these guys, because these guys are really cool. I mean, we met them. Well, we met the, uh, the drummer and the, gu- the guitarist, I think? I think. those were
0: the guys at the merch table. Yeah, I think yeah. so. <laughs> they were pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they were cool. The drummer was really cool. I think, what, he was a Polish, I want to say. Um, but no, really, really cool guys. Really great group. Uh, I gave it a 7 out of 10. Um, like I said, it being the, the genre it is and stuff, it's, it's repetitive a little bit. But it's not bad. So it stays in a Music Corner 7 for me. Most of the stuff in this style is going to be Music Corner 7 for me just because it's still good, but we get it all the time.
0: Right, and honestly, like I'm in a similar boat, just different rating, because like it is exactly that. It's just, it's the same stuff, but it's like you know, it's not bad by any means. Oh Um, yeah,
1: they're not. They are mm -hmm. not a bad band.
0: No, distant, far from it. Honestly, like they've had three full studio length albums, and all three of them have slapped. If you haven't heard the other two, definitely worth it. We did review their uh, "Eons of Oblivion" album back in 2021, which was a solid album. That
1: that was the. I was not there for that, unfortunately. I I I listened to it, but I wasn't there. I didn't listen to their first studio album
0: though. That's a good. That's got. She got like the, I the cool. Honestly, I think it's the coolest album cover personally, just because how in your face it is. It's like this like weird red monster like thing. It's just oh, it's fucking wicked. I fucking love it. Great band though overall. Um, but in terms of this album, uh, yeah, like I said, it's just you know, it, it kind of sucks because it's like you know. A lot of these deathcore bands have super badass fucking album covers. And like, you know, some big hype behind the album and everything too. Considering like, you know, these guys are like going to be now on that Body Snatcher tour that's like selling out every single date now, you know. And like, you know, they're just growing their name, getting their name out there. Just the next generation of deathcore bands, you know. And, you know, there's really not a single bad song on this album. In fact, I think I really did save the entire album here. Um... Obviously, we have the posse cut, uh, Argent Justice with Suicide Silence, Amir, I believe some guys from Angel Maker are in it. There's like a, a lot of well-known uh, Death deathcore household you names. You can't even
1: name them all, bro. No, like, you can't. Come on. Like, I was on Spotify. I'm waiting for it to like scroll. Come I'm on, like, how does it keep scrolling? There's more? That's literally the epitome yeah. of, I forgot, oh, wait, oh fuck, I, forgot to, I forgot to mention Heritage. Shit.
0: Is that the one with Will Ramos? That's the one. Yeah, with Will. that and I was gonna mention that. Like that is like that's a cool one, of course, because it's Will. Okay, we love that's Will Ramos. We love our boy. That's our boy. Um, right. but if I were to name any other songs here, "Born of Blood," "The Grief Manifest." Uh to suffer and human scum just to name a few you know but like it's exactly what you expected with this kind of deathcore band just really technical loud nice vocals you know like it, it's your whole shebang and it's an eight out of ten there's nothing else to it if you like your deathcore you'll like this case in point but uh yeah sebastian
1: it,
2: where's my review of it um oh there it is so sorry uh yeah it's typical deathcore um, sorry, I didn't mean to give you guys a little bit of a wait just to hear that. Um, I mean, the sound is good. Uh, the vocals are, you know, rah, 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 high high rah, you know, it's like, okay, cool. Breathe. Um, yeah, and then uh, there's a cool posse cut cool. with Argent Justice. I I mean, it was cool to have like mirror on there with uh you know especially like Paleface too. I love the Paleface part. That's uh, right, very they short. were yeah. Yeah, yeah, Paleface was on there, and I liked them because I, I I can pick them out pretty well on the track. I couldn't find
0: mirror. Could not find where he was. I found him at one. Um, well, I, I did find him the second listen. The first listen when I heard this track, I yeah, I couldn't either.
1: <laughs> who was the one yeah. that sounded like a garbage disposal at like? two minutes in which which garbage disposal yeah <laughs> yeah I know, <laughs> come, I know come on out it's, like, it's like no it's like two minutes in and it actually sounds like a like the burr, 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 of like a garbage disposal maya picked it out and it was really funny i'll
0: have to re-listen to that i, I don't remember but it, it was somebody it was somebody that wasn't in distant i can assure you that <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean um, like we said there's a lot of people on it you know exactly oh yeah yeah
2: I will say like, you know, good songs wise just Argent Justice. Everything else is just really just the same thing every time. Um I, I just I, I don't know, man. This is a good band, uh but man, did they just make some basic deathcore on this? Um if anything, I just need this genre to like do something different. I mean, Lorna Shore did that with their last e- with their last album and EP. Uh I thought that was pretty nice. Um and other than that i mean just fuck man just i need some innovation with this genre because it's just getting really stale really fast for me and i hate to i hate to be falling away from my metal uh metal roots here but yeah deathcore uh come on come on breathe some new air into the genre i'm tired of inhaling the same fumes every album
0: Sebastian so is like one deathcore album away from being like not my fu- good tempo
2: but you know <laughs> oh, I, i'm close i'm close i'm i'm like nearly there like are you starting rushing
1: like or a... dragging <laughs> I'm,
2: starting, I'm starting to like bald right right, right
0: and what's that what's it's complete oh it's over it's over
1: you yeah, are
2: what's this complete i'm turning into the yellow m&m <laughs> <laughs> I mean, i'm gonna
1: go over to sebastian's to record some guitar lines he's just gonna slap me across the face <laughs> Rode the chair.
0: <laughs> Honestly, oh though, God. love it. All right, but there you have it. First half down, another to go. Before we get there, let's have a word from our sponsor. And we're back. All right. Well, let's hop into it now with a new album from Mod Sun. God save the teen. God save this teen indeed, because, my God, this teen has fucking shit-tasted music. Oh, my God. God. Wait, (laughs) were you lying to me?
2: Were you lying to me? I thought you said this was your favorite this week. Honestly, like, you were, like, I adamant about it. Honestly,
0: yeah. I it's it still is better than Loose. I mean, I'm just gonna be no- <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Listen, Mate, I'm, from what know, I okay. read in the chat, I mean,
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting you, Nate. Like, I am straight up. Like, we're gonna have like a straight up like balcony over the opera
0: house shootout. Okay? Hey, listen, if, shootout you can't. Soho. If you can't accept that this is the new punk, then I don't know what I I don't know what it's gonna happen. I don't know what you're gonna think. Man, like, this is the real deal here.
2: (laughs) Fuck it. I'm being a gatekeeper. Okay, this is like, this is not true. (laughs) This is not true.
0: Where's your patches and shit? Uh, Honestly, though. Okay, no, but Mod son um, we have reviewed in the past actually. We reviewed his album from 2021, which was the uh, Internet Killed the Rockstar album, which was his uh, I, what was he originally i think he was like a rapper yeah he was like a rapper gone pop punk as is the common theme for 2020 to 2022 because i think it's kind of dying now and it's like not good at all because like here's the thing with that album uh internet killed the rock star i didn't like it but i didn't mind most of it because it was like just generic pop punk it's kind of like how i felt with like MGK's Tickets to My Downfall, where I was like, okay, it's it's not good, but it's, like, it's, it's fine. If it came on, I wouldn't be too upset. But then everybody came out with, like, you know, whoever had come out with an album already came out with a second album. And then the second one was just, like, dog shit, i.e., MGK's album. Fucking horrible. Uh, Mod son here, uh, fucking garbage. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude. So, the, the problems that lie in this album... Uh, mainly have to do with, like, for me, uh, lyrical content, of course, where, like, we have songs here such as uh, Courtney Fucked Kurt, where it's supposed to be a hardcore punk song, where I, I don't know what any of the verses are. All I know is just, like, he's repeating in the chorus, Courtney Fucked Kurt and Sid Killed Nancy, which I'm sure if you know music, you can pinpoint what he's talking about here. But it's, like, I don't understand why he's talking about this um so it's like i who fucking knows but like it was an attempt at hardcore punk that was uh kind of failed a a little miserably on that one uh then you had songs like uh what was that one i think it was oh yeah it was avril song oh jesus christ avril song what was that whole thing about like you know you make me not want to kill myself or something like that or something along those lines because it was like you know it's Avril's song it's a song because they were, they were they were engaged i'm gonna say that again they were engaged this motherfucker came out with this album with a song called avril song and now they're not engaged anymore what the fuck was the point buddy what the actual <laughs> fuck dude what the? <laughs> did you guys not know that
1: no, no, no! I know. I saw it in the chat. It's just, you were like, <laughs> I'm just
0: going into yeah, you're, it. You're stupid. You are Bro. a fucking thirty year old man, or whatever I'm- the fuck you are, and you're making this.
1: You didn't even talk about the song with Avril Lavigne. Oh, I'm getting there. Don't you worry. Oh, Shelter? Oh, we're walking.
0: getting there. I'm going a little out of order because I went forward and then backwards. But we'll go forward again. Shelter with Avril Lavigne. Kind of going, I, I, going back to what Sebastian was talking about earlier about the whole ours thing. I don't know what Avril was doing, but she just just she's making herself sound I don't know if it's like Irish or Scottish on this one or whatever the fuck. It's it's, it's not American. I I it's not her normal vocals cuz she's doing something with her voice that just first of all did not need to be done at all. And second of all, it does not at all suit her whatever she was trying to do. I I really don't know why she did that, and it's kind of funny now in retrospect because they're not engaged anymore. It's like that was Loki, the big fuck you to you. I'm gonna put it on your album. And he's like, okay, we can keep it. <laughs> so there's that problem too. And then my final issue with the album is that like, well, uh, a couple more. Uh, one of them is not much of an issue. Uh, there's the iris cover, which I wasn't expecting, but I was like, okay, it exists, and like it's it's very like overproduced especially on the vocal end i'm like this is a little unnecessary but okay cool um and then like the the last problem i had here was that like while i didn't enjoy the album already the second half of the album is just so slow It is so fucking slow, and this is a short album, this is like fucking like, how long is this here, like 36 minutes, it's not that long, it's doable, but oh my god, the second half of the album is just like slow, pop punk, I'm using that really like, with big old air quotes here, pop punk songs, that's like, no, this is not good, this is boring pop punk, like, if you don't, I'm sorry, I, I, I this is going to be me gatekeeping here, Pop Punk, apparently, because like this is like what I've been picking up upon, what is good, at least to me, in Pop Punk. If you don't sound like Nothing Nowhere or Maggie Lindemann, just don't, okay? Thank you. Just don't do this at all like please. This is fucking garbage. And I know I'm also making this sound like a really negative review, like this is going to be the worst album of the year. It's going to be far from it, but it's going to make the top ten. I can guarantee it. So, I'm done here. I'm done. My rant's done. Sorry for the gatekeeping. It had to be said. Four and a half, no. four and a half out of ten. I, yeah, hold me back. Hold me back, please. Um, Trent, you can go ahead next, though. I,
1: I don't even know how I'm supposed to go after that. Good luck. you <laughs> I'm in the same boat though. My note literally is to sum it up says woo pop punk. Um right. Yeah, I the structure of the album really made no sense. I'm gonna be real. I don't know what the fuck he was thinking there.
0: Cause like he started off like, you know, it just sounds generic pop punk. Like it's okay, sure, whatever. But then yeah. like, t- like I think it was like four back to back songs were all slow. I'm like, why?
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then Avril's song about big. But no, Avril's, I can't, I fucking... Oh, no, I it was, all, it it was uh,
0: sh- uh, Shelter. Yeah, it was Shelter.
1: Yeah, Shelter was the one where they talked about driving off a cliff. Oh,
0: is that with, with um, Avril? That was the one with Avril singing? Yeah,
1: know. it was the one with okay. Avril. Okay. This I... is confusing, because there's one with that. Why don't you put yeah. Avril on Avril's song? <laughs> uh, but yeah, Avril's song, like, it, they, isn't that the... I God, I'm, uh, this album so confusing. I can't fucking remember. Avril song was the one pop, where, like, on... he was
0: like basically making a song about Avril Lavigne and how she didn't. She made him not want to kill himself. Basically,
1: is that the one where you talked about putting a chainsaw to his wrist? Hmm.
0: So, something like that. Yeah, he doesn't want to do that anymore because he's with Avril. But now they're not together, so it's actually but now they're funny. not
1: together. So yeah, uh, yeah, so, so no, it's, lol. No, it's really funny. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, and then we had sauce with Royal and the Serpent. Um, I'm not even going to talk about Courtney Fuck Kurt cuz Nate already talked about that. <laughs> um yeah, the, honestly the only somewhat redeemable factor was the cover of Iris cuz like the song Iris by the Google Dolls is is a genuinely like a decent song and I wasn't expecting it on the album and as overproduced as it was, I was like it's not that bad of a cover looking at mm-hmm. it. Um it's like just it by itself, but the rest of the album can fucking die, I don't care. Um <laughs> Just like his relationship with Avril Lavigne. Whoa, my God! (laughs) Um, But yeah, overall, I gave it a two out of ten. It really ain't that good. Uh, It's probably gonna make top ten worst of the year. Uh, I'm like Nate here. It's it's far from the worst uh at the moment there's probably gonna be some more bad shit this year but and it's probably the score is probably gonna change originally my score was a three 3.5 um but i put it down at, at two just to give myself a note there of it being on the top 10 worst of the year
0: right for sure uh yeah sebastian go right ahead
1: uh
2: um, this album is an album that exists, and I am very much sad that it is here. Um, it's basic pop punk. Uh, well, I guess you can say newer basic pop punk because, uh, the genre coming back, not a new thing. Everybody knows it happened. Uh, I'm not, I, I just, yeah, I don't, I don't want it. Um, at least it isn't NG, MG, uh, MGK. Um, you know it's at least like better produced than his last album uh the acoustic parts i will say are kind of smooth and i don't think they're too uh horrendous or anything uh this, or i was about to call him suako um Modson, <laughs> i would say is a very good vocalist um and just unfortunately doesn't have very good lyrics uh a lot of the lyrics already aged like milk Uh, with songs like Shelter and Avril's song. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I, I, I'm sorry, man. Um, you know, hopefully you find the one later on, but I, you never make songs about your significant other. You never do that in music. It is like a surefire way to like have a song age poorly. It 100% is like the stupidest thing you could do as a musician. Um, I mean, if you can, like, just make it, like, without saying their name, uh, especially in the title, um, it could work, but, yeah, it's, it, yeah, not, not, it's just gonna age poorly, uh, Courtney killed Kurt, um, <laughs> uh, God, man, uh, Knocked Loose has not sounded better, um, he worse like, you mean excuse me <laughs> what do you mean this is brian garris
0: this is his side project dude um, dude but, brian wishes he sounded this good that's on god
2: <laughs> nah, uh yeah jokes aside
1: I, y'all fucking kill me with this Firstly, i had this shit in the chat i had to wake up to and now this <laughs>
2: like we make the joke but yeah this guy is nowhere near as good no. as brian garris yeah, no, when no. it comes to this 100 percent <laughs> um obviously when it comes to punk you really don't really have to have a lot of vocal training to sound punk but i hope he doesn't do this live too much because he will kill his voice very fucking quick singing it in this style it's uh very bad for your voice and it also just doesn't sound good um i just think it's a little bit too like you know tiktok trendy kind of sound for me uh the ballads i will say especially like the ballad you wrote about single moms yeah it's cheesy but you know what every time there's a little bit of recognition going towards single moms and like all they do for us it it hits home for me and i can't hate it i i can't like i'm i'll, I'll give them props there like that's that's a nice song um that's cool you know thank god that's like at least there's heart there it's not just emo girl yeah yeah um so at least there's heart and like i've seen interviews with the guy he doesn't seem like a jerk or anything like that so like i I don't know i don't have like crazy bad feelings about this dude i just have to say it's just not my thing uh the lyrics if they were better maybe i'd enjoy it more um i i guess like you know good songs um (laughs) i i guess like you know the ballad of the the ballad I mentioned about single moms is pretty nice, um, but then you get, then you get like the iris cover. I I think that song is just painfully boring in general, when it's just the Google doll, the Goo, Goo Dolls version. Um, only thing Jim Reznor ever really did for me was uh the soundtrack for um Treasure Planet, and that's about it. So I I'm not a big Google Dolls fan, but yeah, he did not really do much to add to that song. Just maybe over processing his voice a little bit more. Uh, other than that, you know, it's just I need this craze to die off and move to Crunk, please. Like, can we please get Crunk back? I am tired of emo. I am tired of pop punk. Just give me Crunk. That's all I'm asking. I need my pimp cup. I need some lean in it, and I need to listen
0: to fucking Little John and the, the East Side Hey, hey Boys. don't forget the chains. Don't forget the chains now. Oh, I'm not forgetting
2: about them. I'm currently wearing them. Um, <laughs> Who like Crunk never dies. You know, pop punk it fades. Crunk never dies. No, that's not good. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, four out of ten. Okay. okay. <laughs> four out of ten. My bad. Whoops.
0: Honestly, you were just you were just spitting there. You didn't even need to give your rating. You just were speaking facts. So.
2: Yeah, crunk never dies.
0: Ever. Never. Ever. All right. Well, let's get out of here now and let's talk about the new pink album, Trustfall. Sebastian, go ahead and start us off.
2: Uh, it's got your typical pop production. Uh, Most of the songs are Pink's, you know, pop anthems and even her acoustic ballads. Uh, This time, the acoustic ballads, I guess, are just a little bit more on the folky side. Sometimes borderlining country with the song Just Say I'm Sorry. Or just, yeah, Just Say I'm Sorry Sorry with Chris Stapleton. Love Chris Stapleton, by the way. That was a good, that was a nice feature. Um, The the Never Gonna Dance Again song has uh, pop and R&B blends that I, I think sound pretty nice. Uh, It has like kind of like traditional drums that go along with it, you know, and then you also have like synth pop stuff with like Runaway. Uh, And I'm not talking about Kanye's Runaway. This is Pink's Runaway. Um, Vocals. I mean, Pink is a great vocalist and you don't really need to like you don't really need to prove that to anyone. She doesn't need to either. Uh, her belty range, it's still on full display as per usual. Uh, she also shows off her salt, her softer, sultry kind of range with her ballads as well. Um, sorry if I sound bored. This album bored the shit out of me. Uh, it's just overly bland, and it just, it really disappoints me. Um, obviously, I'm not saying she's made amazing shit in the past, like, decade or so, but definitely it's been better than this, I would say. Uh, it's just overly bland, and, uh, I guess if there's anything good song-wise, uh, Just Say I'm Sorry is pretty nice, and "Trust Fall is your, like, typical, like, What About Us, or Just, like, Fire kind of pop hit, where it's like, if it's on, it's not gonna offend me, it's not gonna piss me off or anything, it's just gonna be like, okay, whatever, this is here, you know, basic, you know, girl boss, you know, let's, let's unify together to beat the opposing side, I, I I just say what the opposing side is. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just super just basic, uh, a lot of everything. At least it just doesn't sound horrible, I guess. Uh, six out of ten. Oh, hell yeah. Trent?
1: Yeah, it's a five out of ten for me. Um, I will say, I agree with everything you said, Spassum. Um this album did fall short for me. The mix of genres I didn't think was too bad, but I like you saying it was bland because that's exactly how I felt. Because like her old stuff, I really fuck with. Um, just getting it out there, I love Pink. Like I think her voice is amazing, which is interesting coming from me. Um, it's not a thing I say often, um, but like, um. The recent stuff, well, I I, I don't want to say like it's overdone, like, but but it's modern pop, so you know, um, yeah, I think the features we got, ooh, we got we got that song with Chris Stapleton, uh, the Lumineers, take it or leave it. I have no idea, no idea who First Aid Kit is, but um, it, it adds something different to the album, uh. <laughs> Just just bring Nate Russo on again. Get him on. Um, yeah, I know that she said she was changing and stuff, like with the sound and everything, ever since she you know, started a family, had a kid and stuff like that. Um, but no, I... I'm sad that I missed the opportunity to see her when she was on tour over here because my mom and sister went and I was just younger oh, at the time and didn't want to go.
2: I was going to say, she's going to be here soon if you guys uh, want to get the opportunity again. Yeah, Group
1: Love is opening. Your,
0: your boys, Sebastian. <laughs> okay. D- don't, don't mention them, man. Them out of here. Please, is,
1: please. Is Group Love opening? They actually are.
0: I'm not even kidding.
1: Yeah. Okay, that that changes a little bit. <laughs> we we love might have to... Be there, be square. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, I have to go all the way down there and pay fucking seventy dollars for parking. <laughs> um, cool. But yeah, overall, I really just preferred the old stuff over this, over the new stuff. But hey, you know what? As long as she's still kicking, making money, she's she's gonna do it. But yeah.
0: Oh, what was the rating?
1: Five out of ten. Oh yeah,
0: that's right, five out of ten. Yeehaw. Yeah, um, I'm I'm going to keep it pretty damn short with this one specifically. I did not go into this with any expectations, which I'm glad because it would have probably made my review lower if I even had any high expectations about this album. Uh, I think Pink already peaked. She's still a great vocalist, but she definitely peaked. Um, there's not anything really redeemable on this album for me at all other than her vocals as the uh, pop production on here is just as generic as generic can get whether you want your very like i think it was the never gonna not never gonna not dance again there we go i think it was that song that had like the more like electro poppy kind of thing which is like uh, okay but like it's like as generic as i can get you know same thing with like the uh the long way to go home thing with the lumineers that's like you know the slower acoustic-y more pop song that is as generic as it can get and uh I'm obviously not really a Chris Stapleton fan, so I can't really say anything about "Just Say I'm Sorry." But uh, at least there's meaning to these songs, you know. At least there's like lyrical meaning, I'm sure, behind these songs. But it just doesn't cut it to me. Cut it for me musically. Um, yeah, it's a five and a half out of ten for me, just because I was like getting really like bored out of this album. Uh, it's not too terribly long, at least too only forty three minutes, but man, it was a rough forty three minutes for me. But got through it. Not the worst at uh, at all. It's not gonna make the worst list for me, but definitely a big forgettable album. So, all right, moving on to our final album of the day, we got a new one from our boy Don Tolliver, Love Sick. Trent
1: started out here. Don Tolliver, oh boy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I pulled on. I, okay, I pulled on. I'm out of here. Um, yeah, really love the chill vibes that most of the albums showed. Uh, it was a definite switch from the last one, if I remember correct. Yeah, well, is that what,
0: well I was going to get into it a little bit of mine too, but like it's like, yeah, the last one was like hip-hop R&B. This is definitely more like, R&B-ish, I yeah. guess you could say. With, like, Trap a little bit. Sprinkled. Oh, you know,
1: yeah. Oh, fuck, I forgot about Life of Dawn, that's right. Yeah, Life of
0: a Dawn was 2021. That Yeah, it, I was, I was thinking Heaven of hell. or Hell. Yeah, that was 2020. Yeah, that was a while mm-hmm. ago. That, compared to that one, yes, this is fast.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I completely forgot of Life of Dawn. No, yeah, I was thinking, Heaven or Hell to this it's. I mean, but I love the transition going from Heaven or Hell to Life of Dawn to Sick. Like, it's, like, this nice... It's smooth transition. Very smooth. It's such a smooth transition. And speaking of smooth transitions throughout this entire album, I want to say every song connects and that connects with my heart a little bit because I absolutely love songs that connect. Um, but yeah, with, with this entire album, I had a, a actually a pre fun time with it. Just relax and chilling. And like the picture, like what he's in a diner, I think. Or yeah, something like yeah. it. Bro, I felt like I was sitting next to him in that diner. Like I'm gonna be real. Like if there's all this <laughs> stuff, like when you get like let her go and like leave the club, which although Leave the Club was a little bit of like a more not R and B song, a little bit more on like the it heavier, trap it was like a little trap. have heavier trap stuff, uh, it still like it still fucked. Like it was still really, really good. Um and not to mention, I mean, you have such amazing people out here. I mean, Little Dirk, Kali Yukis, Future, fucking, as much as I don't like him, but Brent Fiaz, um, some pretty, pretty good people here. Uh, but it was just so damn long at 52 minutes for this style. Like, it really just dragged. But overall, I gave it a 7 out of 10. The With going back to the connecting bits in the songs, the other things that I picked up on was like the flanger effect or the flanger effect uh, on some of the parts I think was really, really cool. I think it was more towards the end of the album that we got it. Um, It was so long that I don't remember what is what. um, But no with the chords and everything is very cool the mixing i think for this especially like this type of r&b in a style i think it was really done well i could hear and pick out certain things in different songs and if i remembered what songs they were in i would love to tell you but there was just so much going on and it was so long that i just don't remember um but yeah overall it's It's Music Corner 7 for me. It might go higher because I really, really fucked with it. I'll probably give it a few more listens before the end of the year. But, yeah, at the moment, Don Tolliver, I fucking love it.
0: Hell, yeah. Uh, I went into this album personally with uh, medium hopes. You know, it's Don Tolliver, and, like, he has not missed based on what I've heard from him. I think there's only, like, one uh, EP or mixtape that he came out with, the... uh, what is that one called? It is the uh da, the Donnie Womack album. I think is what it's called. I haven't listened to that one yet, but uh based on the studio albums, oh yeah, I Life of a Don is still my favorite Don Tolliver album. Uh even like this review included here. Um it's just absolutely love that album. It was like everything that like works so well for Don Tolliver is like showcased on that album like his vocals the production value just how like very like it feels very chill it feels very just like you know very vibey you know it's just like the vibes are there on life of the dawn and they're also here for the most part too with lovesick as this is a much a much more like love oriented album you know um starts off with like you know the first six songs all back to back just straight up bangers going from love sickness to let her go to leave the club with you know everybody I as mentioned james blake uh little dirk caliukas Uchis, uh everyone i don't even know who uh who was the uh tissa Korean, uh korean is i i've never heard of that person but like they're Pretty damn good too on go down. Um, now the problem for me hit when a uh, leather coat started, because um, he was starting to do some different shit, Don Tolliver, that I really uh, was not vibing fully with. As uh, it was just, I think it was like it was mainly with his like vocals and everything that he was doing, or even like some of the production too. It just wasn't hidden at all, and it really did not show. Uh, Like, it was Leather Coat, Honeymoon, and especially uh, Private Landing, which had future, unfortunately, that I just did not fuck with at all. Because on Private Landing, like, Dom Tolliver like, starts off with, like, this, like... Oh, my God, it was, like, such a weird fucking, like, vocal style that he did. Like, something I've never really heard him do before. It almost sounded like it was, like... I mean, it sounded it was intentionally off for the sake of the song, you know? But I'm, like... This does not work at all, and like Justin Bieber being on there, I was like, okay, whatever, kind of thing. Like I thought it was actually going to kind of. There's
1: ruin a reason it. I didn't
0: mention. It. <laughs> you know, well, I thought he was going to ruin the song. To be quite honest yeah. with you, if I'm he, be- honestly, he really didn't. He didn't. He was neutral. He he was as neutral as it could get on that one. Which I was like, okay, it's good. Surprising. I know, right? But like Future, I mean, like he had probably like you know the best feature verse on there. I was like, awesome. Oh,
1: and,
0: yeah. You know, Don was just doing whatever he was doing. Future don't miss. He don't really miss. doesn't. It's really hard for Future to miss. <laughs> Even on like a yeah. bad song. He's just yeah. really killing it. Um honestly
1: my favorite feature artist.
0: Oh right, literally. Um but luckily after uh that three song mishap, uh it picks up again with like Slow Motion, Do It Right, uh Company Part Three great songs, you know. Uh, Bust Up was the only other one that I also did not save with Brent Fayez, but, like, it was just a little bit, like, slower. It wasn't necessarily a bad song. I just, you know, didn't really save it, but I did enjoy Cinderella Encouragement still, um, but overall, it was just a really nice blend of R&B and trap, more so the R&B this time, whereas, like, the last album still had some more of the trap influences that Ton is known for. I like this direction, though, that he's done here. I really do. I'm really looking forward to seeing what else he would do with the style if he even continues doing it or if he'll go back to the trapped stuff but i guess time will tell either way it's an 8 out of 10 for me though uh but sebastian go ahead don Tolliver, the don is back um i
2: will say i don't have a lot to say on this album that aren't that hasn't already been said Uh, the production is pretty nice, uh, there's a lot of good beat selections here coming through. Uh, you know, Don Tolliver, I feel like, didn't really have any, like, bad vocal moments per se, some parts are a little bit, a little bit iffy, uh, but honestly, I think he's just trying to work out a new sound, and, you know, hopefully that can evolve into something later that can truthfully build into, like, you know, maybe, like, something like Lil Yachty did. Not saying psychedelic, but just a huge, like, genre shift is what I'm trying to get at. Um, As far as features go, I'm going to say right now, my favorite feature on this was Glorilla. Um, She kind of has my heart right now. Um, I, I am very much a simp for her at the moment because she has just been... Uh, I've been listening to a lot of her discography, so I've just been really, really keen on what she's been doing. Um, the other features that pretty okay, uh, Justin Bieber, he's like the wonder Bread of like R&B rappers, just kind of throw him in there. It doesn't add much, doesn't take away much, just there. Um, you know, Future, I, I- I'm just going to say he didn't sound bad, but he said some weird shit about feet. I'm, I'm not i'm not too keen on that that was a little bit that was a little
0: bit weird for me <laughs> that's future, being uh, future man i mean i don't know what to tell you <laughs> no
2: like i'm okay with i'm like put, i'm okay with like him putting diamonds up someone's butt but when he starts talking about feet i'm kind of out um first first of all that is
0: young thug putting oh diamonds fuck, my butt. bad he just my a bad. Bitch of, he just puts a bitch up for a nut is what future does that's, that's right that's right We-hoo. and and Oh and fucking in some Gucci slides. Yeah, he fucked your bitch in some Gucci flip-flops. That's true. And he just took a yeah. piss and Codeine came out. So Man's Yeah. Got so it.
2: like see, like he has good he has good like kinky shit like that, but like when he starts talking about feet, I'm out. I'm out, man. Quentin Tarantino shit, I'm not here for it. Um Yeah, overall I it's good uh, you know, there's some there's some like pretty repetitive songs here and there, uh, but other than like private landing, I think pretty much everything worked pretty okay for me. Um, it, it's a fun album. I I will overall say it's not anything that I'm gonna be like super stoked for unless the year is like really abysmal. I don't know if this will be like a top twenty or anything. <laughs> this peaked. But, we peaked. <laughs> yeah. If if we peak after this, I will be uh I'll be a little bit a little bit uh, a little bit uh sad like cry um you know in the corner easy uh overall eight out of ten for this album donnie keep doing what you're doing man hopefully we can hear some like different stylistic stuff
0: hell yeah all right well there's the new week for y'all um before we go as always re- album recommendations uh sebastian do you want to start us off tonight yes i do uh this one i'm gonna be honest
2: here um <laughs> this is more of a like compilation than anything else, just due to the style. And let me explain here. Uh, y'all know about MTV Unplugged, correct? Uh, it's just a no. What's that? Uh, yeah. What's know. that? It's um, it's like this. What series. is MTV? So MTV stands for Mature Television. It stands for um, you know, like. I don't know any jokes. Uh, <laughs> you know, as everyone knows, it's like the famous, uh, famous acoustic show where bands would just unplug and do some cool shit. For a while, it was a lot of like mainly grunge acts, you know. And then you had acts like Lauren Hill, uh, definitely the worst one. Uh, don't check it out if you like Lauren Hill; it will, it might ruin your uh, vibe with her. But a good one that I totally forgot about was Alejandro Sanz. Uh, My God, I forget how good this uh, MTV Unplugged is. Guy has a very sultry, raspy voice, and I'm trying to get more into his music, and I thought the Unplugged was a good place to start because you can kind of hear everything stripped back. Raw, you kind of get a feel for how he is as a singer. Um, Why, Y Solo Si Me Okoro Amarte. I really like that one quite a bit. Um, Amiga Mia, I like that. Um, There's also uh, Cortesan Partio. That was also a really good one as well. Uh, the guy just, yeah, I I need to get more into his discography. He influenced a lot of like more Spanish acoustic acts and just like more of the raspy voiced singers to come out from like the Latin scene and everything. So yeah, Alejandro Sanz. Check out the Unplugged album. Pretty cool stuff, and it's mixed really fucking well too.
1: Hell yeah, uh, try. Oh, you were just gonna mixed? stop it. Yeah, it's mixed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, check it out. It's, it's mixed. not mixed. It's Latin. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, Trent, what you got for us today?
1: Uh, I have an album that came out today um, by a band called River of Deceit. Uh, mm-hmm. I have not listened to it yet, but they follow me on Instagram. Hey. I, d- I don't know if they're listening, but if you guys are, there's your shout out. Um, yeah. Uh, it's their debut album, The Dead Won't Raise Themselves. Uh, I think it's it's a, it's a little bit of a shorter one. Um, but overall, I mean, it seems like something I would definitely like. I don't know if y'all would, uh, but yeah, there you go. Dead Won't Raise Themselves by River of Deceit.
0: Nice, good shit. I have an album that may come to a surprise. This is one of my other like ones you would never expect me in a million years to say but uh i'm gonna go with bobby caldwell and the uh what you won't do for love otherwise known as the self-titled debut album yes that's sex that's sex dude that's this album fucks like wow uh obviously uh if he's a uh Well, as I learned recently, he's more of a, like, R&B, jazz artist kind of thing from, like, the 70s and, like, the sort, you know, and, like, just kind of, like wrote off a bit of the success of his first, like, few albums and everything, especially in Japan, it seems like he had some pretty big success in Japan. But uh, his debut album went double platinum for his uh, hit single, the title track, What You Won't Do For Love, which, (laughs) I'm not gonna lie, the reason that I wanted to even listen to this album, I was on Instagram and I was, like, going through a meme page and, like, there was just, like, some, like, stupid, like, you know, little prompt thing about, like, you know, me when I have to wake up at, like, 9 in the morning or something and, like, i'm I'm, I'm up already and it's just like the scene from once upon a time in hollywood where brad pitt's just making mac and cheese and about to watch some tv and this song is playing in the background i'm like damn this song is actually kind of jammy what is this (laughs) and i look at it and it's bobby caldwell i'm like oh okay i think i've kind of heard of him before but i never like obviously listened to his stuff but i did today actually just today actually for my uh, album a day and man it is some good fucking shit if you love that combination of r&b jazz disco and you just like you want that fucking music this is for you um some other songs Definitely. definitely some other songs though uh special to me my flame and love won't wait if i were to name a few other songs that uh i thoroughly enjoyed enough to save um definitely worth checking out though the entire album is great well worth a listen uh what a great guy really enjoyed it bobby caldwell what you won't do for love But all right, that's going to do it for this episode today. Trent Sebastian, as always, thank you for joining. And we will see you guys in the next episode. This has been Music Corner, Aristide awaits, and we are signing off.